Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 681, recorded live on April 24th, 2021. And here are your hosts. The man who was my go-to man for food, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who asked him what an onion tasted like, Andy Lowe. Hi. I mean, an onion tastes like an onion. I know, but trying to explain that to... it's a fundamental flavor i mean i I guess you could say it's savory right like by definition yeah yeah and but i I, i'm slicing like well it's got a bit of a bite to it if you you know if you eat it raw so is it technically then like a spicy no it's not spice no it's savory i know but it still has like a bite to it right yeah so does a bell pepper what type of bell peppers are you eating Good ones. Go get a, an orange bell pepper. Cut it up. I know. I've had. I've had good, all three. I've had all three colors. Take a good bite and tell me that it doesn't bite back. No, it Although doesn't you, bite back. The, the food that bites back that you don't think about is pineapple. Oh my! Well, that yeah, because it literally will start eating your mouth. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it will literally start to injure you if you yes. eat too much of it. Or if you leave it in your mouth. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. If you so want yesterday to... I had some friends over outside, socially distant, mm-hmm. and it's the small bubble that I hang out with anyway. Uh, and we were outdoors and we had the fire pit going and we grilled. I grilled burgers on the charcoal grill. And as I was sitting there grilling burgers, I'm like, okay, you know, so what, what do people want on the burgers? And people are like... I mean, what do you got? I'm like, well, I've got ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, mayo. Um, I've beets. got onion. I can go cut some onion up. I, I didn't bring up the beets. I do have a can of sliced beets, uh, but I also had a cored pineapple. Oh. And so I took the cored pineapple and just sliced it up, right, like half inch thick, maybe not even that, maybe less like, like a third of an inch thick, uh, and then just laid it on the grill next to the burgers. Holy shit, man. Grilled pineapple just by itself is a treat. But putting it on the burgers with the charcoal flavor and the like the ketchup and mustard. Oh, God, it was so good. That's that's a thing now. Like anytime I grill burgers, I'm just going to buy a pineapple as well. You can buy a cord pineapple for like four bucks. Where are you buying a cord pineapple for four bucks? I can't even buy a regular pineapple for four bucks. Oh, man. Like, a regular pineapple is like $3. Once again, where are you shopping that your pineapple is? Oh, I don't have one of those. (laughs) Cord pineapple. Net weight, 1.15 pounds. Unit price, $4 a pound. Total price, $4.60. Yeah, they are between $3.50 and $4.50. Depending on the size. Why? Now, that's not the pre, like, cut into chunk pineapples. That is just the solid cylinder of pineapple. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, literally just going to Meyer and getting a pineapple, whole pineapple, where I have to do all the work for myself. Yeah. Somehow is more expensive. Uh, Hang on. Let me go check how much a whole pineapple is out here. 
Yeah, can like shift tell me what the price of a pineapple is at Meyer? Oh, I don't have shift installed on here. I I don't want to have to go through the process of it's installing the app and signing up and everything just to find out the price of a pineapple. I feel like that's a yeah. I'd, I'd have to log in to get the price of a pineapple. I don't want to do that right now. I have to enter my passwords and all this. But like, yeah, a pineapple here I think is like three bucks, maybe even two fifty. That is crazy. It doesn't take much effort to prepare a pineapple. Well, I know, yes. I've done this multiple times. There are pictures. This is this is why I got ceramic knives. <laughs> you cut the top, you cut the bottom, you stand it up, you shave off the sides. I don't mm-hmm. know how to core it without a corer. Um Well, do you want the rings? Yes. Okay. So that I can grill them and put them on a burger. All right. Um, what I've read, if you want pineapple rings, yeah, is you cut your pineapple. Okay, so you got everything peeled. Yeah. You cut the pineapple into slices, and then you use um, either your knife or a biscuit cutter to core out each slice. See, but, like, you could just get the, the like, apple core type thing and oh, just, we- like, shove it down on the whole thing. We we have one of those. We got one for our wedding because we're like, oh yeah, yeah, both of us love pineapple, but you know, like the process of fresh pineapple is pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, it looks like this is like a device used to kill somebody. <laughs> this thing okay. is huge. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, my my suggestion would be, yeah, you you. you you leave it okay so you peel it and you you put it in a container seal it up and then whenever you need a slice or two of pineapple you you cut your slices and then you just or i just pay 350 and i get an entire cord pineapple damn you and your wisconsin pineapples evidently they're cheaper in wisconsin i don't know what to tell you man i don't know either oh local food costs it's cheaper here, I guess. I don't know why. Like, it's Wisconsin. We don't grow pineapple here. No. It takes years to grow pineapple. Yep. It's a really weird plant. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more of a it's bush. It's a really weird plant. Oh, excuse me. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Uh, had a, uh... Really? Really. Sorry, um... Uh, we were going over to the other side of the state today for cousin's birthday. Okay. Um, and uh, I was digging through the basement at work, and I stumbled across this framed poster of um, the Monterey Detroit International Jazz Festival. Okay. From 1980. And I'm like, I, I used to work at a jazz station. I know jazz people. One of them is bound to want this. And so, you know, I, I sent a couple of Facebook messages out to people. And my old, uh, me, you know, old music director at the jazz station is like, oh, I'll take that one. How much do you want for it? And I'm like, I just want to, you know, I want it to go to somebody who actually will appreciate it. She's like, oh, I'll appreciate it, you know. So I dropped it off today. And according to her Facebook post here, mm-hmm. it actually was the very first jazz festival in 1980. <laughs> nice. So I got her a poster just downstairs in the basement, just sitting down there of the very first Detroit International Jazz Festival. 
And she's got bad. she's got two other ones. One from eighty seven. It looks like one from ninety six on her uh, already framed and up on her wall. So there, there we go. It looks like that worked out quite well. Yeah, now, good for you. Now I'm wondering if I just gave away a <laughs> something that's worth like quite a bit. Yeah, yep. That's what I'm thinking. Piece of history, maybe. Oops. Eh. Why every adventuring group needs to invest in their appraise skill. <laughs> At least one person should be a good appraiser. Yes. Well, it's I think just... my next character is going to be like, why are you adventuring? I want to eat. Like, I want to eat food. Like, that is my raison d'etre, right? I well, want to eat lots of different kinds of food from, and, like, be able to appraise the food. That's that's where the appraisal skill will come is from like knowing how to appraise food. Well, I I've I've actually saved work literally probably around ten thousand dollars by just keeping some alerts up on eBay for equipment. Yeah. You know, it's just having like the save searches and just having it, you know, hey, if this you know, if something new pops up in this search, send me an email. Let me know. Yeah. What what sort of things have you searched for and saved? Uh, broadcast equipment. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was, it was like the middle of the night, and all of a sudden I get an email about um, some some equipment, and I open it up, and I'm looking at it going, what what the hell? It's, it's literally, I think I looked it up, buying this equipment used directly from the manufacturer would be about $15,000. Mm-hmm. Somebody had it on eBay for buy it now for $5,000. You're like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> so I'm at like four o'clock in the morning and I'm trying to buy it, but there's a limit <laughs> on my credit card. For work? Well, no, I don't have a, a credit oh, card for this, work. This was your personal credit card. Yes, because I'm sitting there going like, <clears throat> as soon as somebody wakes up so anywhere else in, <laughs> in the world and sees this and goes, oh, we need one of those. And it's 10 grand under list price. Yeah. Somebody's going to grab it. So I'm like, I need to grab it first. So I can't run through all the channels at work because nobody's awake in the middle of the night right. to get the approval for the company card to purchase it and all that stuff. You're like, I'll get this. I'll, I'm like, I'll get this. And I'm trying to buy it. And my card is getting declined because it's just like I'm getting the alerts going, um, are, are you sure this is you? We, we, <laughs> we, we got an alert. Please prove this is you. Yes. We got an alert that somebody's trying to use your credit card to buy five thousand, yeah, five thousand dollars worth of stuff off of eBay in the middle of the night. This 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 seems suspicious, but it was one of those things where it's like I'm not sure who put that up for auction, but they had no idea what value they actually had on hand. (laughs) Yet I, yes, I, the appraiser, looked at it and went, "Oh yeah, even if it's broken, I could still just for the parts." Well, no, no, because I could send it back because they still handle <laughs> out of warranty repairs, oh. and their 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 out of warranty repairs are still, you know, cheaper. Yeah, than buying a, a refurbished model from them. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> it turns out there was a problem with the the network card on the thing, so I just sent it back, and they fixed it, and everything was fine. But still, it was just hilarious. It was just like, wow, you have no idea what you're selling me. 
I even I even pointed it out to I was talking to one of the the sales reps for the company and I pointed it out to him and they're just like, "Huh. Well, we can't control what people do with our equipment after they purchased it." So <laughs> good on you. So yes, appraisal very key. Yes. So, yeah, you win some, you lose some, but we'll see. It like I said, it went to somebody who, you know, her life has been jazz. So, yeah. More power to her. So should we hit, um, sorry, that, that was just, it popped up on one of my, hey, you've been, you know, tagged in this photo. I'm just like. I mean, I've, Andy, I don't think you need to apologize. That's literally what the show is. Random. Yeah. That make, it's, it's literally in our title. Neither of us can stay on task and on topic. What the hell do you think is going on? Like, come on. That's right. not why we do this. Should we, we should hit topics. topics? Yes. Tell me. About the dragon launch, it was successful. It I was su- so because I felt like if it weren't successful, I would have heard something about it. Yes, no the um, the crew arrived at about seven forty eight this morning. Well, that was when NASA posted that everybody was there. Um, there are now eleven people aboard the ISS right now. The ISS That's could <laughs> could field a, a football team. That's a lot of people. For the ISS, that is a lot of people. It is yes. not a large place. No. Uh, the most it's had is actually 13 back when the uh, space shuttle was around because everybody, you could have the entire space shuttle crew set up to sleep inside the space shuttle. The shuttle was big. Yes. Yes, it was big. Dragon capsule is a little smaller than the space shuttle. Yes. There's, there's room, I think, for one person to sleep in there. You know, and in an actual like sleeping bay. Yep. Well, I mean, they are in microgravity, so yes. like you can fit more people in there. But yes, there is now um, eleven there, people the, on the ISS. Yes, which you know, um, what? How many of those? Uh, I think eight. Yeah, eight out of the eleven came up on Dragon, Dragon capsules. Castle. Is it eight or six? Uh, eight, because there, there were, were two two fours. The first one was only two. Yes, that was the test. Okay. They've already come They're up. They're not and, still up there. No, because this capsule was the one that they had used. Oh, it, shit. This was the reused one. Yes, this was the reused one. This this was the hilarious one because the pilot of this one is married to um, Bob. Bob, uh, Bob. Yeah. She's actually married, I think, to Bob, who piloted the test flight. So a, a husband and wife team have now both piloted the same capsule. Yes. Cool. This is actually why there's there's now a delay on the next test for um Boeing's Star what do they call it? The Starship? Uh isn't that SpaceX's? What what's the name of Boeing's capsule? Space capsule. Starliner, that's what it is. The Boeing Starliner. There's actually now going to be a delay on the test of Starliner because there aren't any open ports now on on the International Space the Station ISS. because there's two, there's dragon, two capsules dragon capsules already being used. Oh no! <laughs> so Boeing Boeing can do just you know a normal up and down test, but there's that other test that you know SpaceX yeah. did where they actually you know automatically piloted it. It to the can ISS. I, 
can I just say that like we are at the the point in the Bond movie where like Elon Musk now comes on TV and says like I'm holding the world hostage because I'm going to drop the ISS on whatever I want to unless you pay X amount of money. It's 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 funny you say about him being on TV because like he could right like what if if the two Dragon capsules decided to fire their engines. They could easily push the ISS out of orbit. Probably. Right? Yeah. Like, you just got to slow it down. And they could. Just saying. Elon Musk is going to be on TV. He's on SNL. Yes, he's going to be on SNL on May 8th. <laughs> he's going to bomb. Well, of he's course. He's bomb so hard. Well, yeah. Did you, did you watch? We probably didn't watch him on Big Bang Theory. No, I did not watch him on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he was in, uh, I think it was the Thanksgiving Day episode. Um, he also played himself on a Simpsons episode. It, uh... Yeah. But yeah, there you go. May 8th, which is in, what, a couple of weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, so yeah, two weeks. Both capsules are still going to be up there, so there you go. You got to tune into SNL on May 8th just to watch Elon Musk hold the world hostage live on television. <laughs> There you go. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. All right, folks, let's get serious. <laughs> I have in my hand the remote control that will start the engines on the two Dragon spacecraft currently docked to the International Space Station. One push of this button, and I can drop that station on the planet. No, it's got this a homing beacon, so it will drop it on New York. <laughs> Why, Andy? Why would you do that? Why would you drop it on you? No, that's that's true, yes. The homing beacon would be bad. <laughs> that would be a terrible idea. I have with me a homing beacon, so wherever I am, that's where it will drop. Really? Okay. Could the uh, ISS could the ISS handle reentry? No. Yeah, it would probably just burn up in the atmosphere. I mean, pieces of it would. <laughs> be hilarious if he claims that he needs to be paid in uh, Dogecoins. <laughs> Dogecoin value skyrockets. <laughs> that's oh, that's why later it was just a bluff to yeah drive just up the price of just Dogecoin. just to bl- drive up the price so he can get a bigger value for his ransom request. Well, good for SpaceX on a successful launch. Good for NASA for investing and and going with this and letting a private company launch. And good on the ISS for, you know, being there in the spirit of international cooperation. Uh, speaking of SpaceX, the latest now for SN15. They are waiting on their FCC clearance. Well, the well, the latest update is there have been two temporary flight restrictions posted for the 26th and the 27th. Mm. So that's your first... Have they said what the... Oh, these are like the FAA flight restrictions. Yes. Because I think the static... Has the static fire been... I think the static fire happened, and now we're just waiting on the flight, which might happen on Monday. That would be pretty cool. If not Monday, like they said, they've got a backup temporary flight restriction for Tuesday. So, yeah, I think the SM-15 static fire happened. Let's just check that out. Do they... Because you can check the FCC publication to see if it's 
me go back up. I know I've got that link. FCC, SpaceX Holdings. Here's the request. The FCC report is still pending. Oh, it looks like they didn't do this static fire? I didn't think they did a static fire yet. Okay, so maybe the static fire but then. But remember is... SN11, they did the static fire and the launch same day. Same day, yep. So, so that it might is be no a... longer a like hard stop. What's the latest on the update? Here, road closed. You're looking for like the road closures? Yeah. Yeah, new TFR for Monday, however, considering a static fire didn't occur on Friday. This likely is outdated. Okay. Okay, so yeah, there's a there's a beach and highway closure on Monday. Starting at noon. Yeah, so possibly. Yes, so possibly. If not, like I said, they've got two TFRs set up, so maybe static fire on Monday, launch on Actual Tuesday? launch on Tuesday. Could yep. be. Man, this is literally speculating based off of... There's a, lot of, there's a lot of red tape to launch something into space. Amazingly enough. I know, that's you know crazy. What? There should be. <laughs> what? You mean Let's I can't honest. just... There should be red tape to launch something into space. You mean I can't just strap a bunch of propane tanks to a lawn chair and just light it up and let it go? I mean, you can. That will not end well. Nope. It will not. I don't think you will make it to space. So something that did happen, though. I'm switching topics. Okay. The Apple event happened. Hypothetical. An Apple event happened. Yes. Was this... Macworld. The spring-loaded event. Spring-loaded. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. What a fantastic pun. Excuse me, I'm going to go throw up. And what did they sprang? Uh, sprung? New iPad Pros, completely redesigned Ooh. iMac, coming in seven different colors, so you, too, could have so an we, iMac we in rose gold. That was, that was the Foxtrot, like, placeholder for the IMAX. iFruit. Wait, rose gold? Yeah. So we're not doing the, like, weird colored plastic shells. It, it looks like this is an aluminum frame. I didn't you know pay what attention about, to right? it. Like, yeah, the IMAX, yeah. the old, like, colored yeah, ones. Yeah. Or are they taking a page out of, like, the dice makers? And it's going to be like, yeah, you can get it as, like, aluminum, rose gold. You can get a quartz one. You can get a tungsten one. Or a Damascus steel. <laughs> Damascus steel. I would like a Damascus steel iMac, please. Titanium. I'd like a titanium Macintosh. Like, why? I'm like, because if my house explodes, I want my computer to survive. How ungodly expensive are they going to be? Um, let's see. The uh, cheapest version is 1300 The better specs start at 1500 so yeah, silver. Totally redesigned iMac. Yep. It is a monitor. The entire computer is basically jammed into that little sound bar at the bottom. Yep. The entire computer is yep. jammed into the sound bar at the bottom. How powerful do you think that thing can be? Well, it's the question because it has Apple's new chip in it, too. 
Yeah. So. What are they up to? Like A12? Well, no, it's it's the uh, M1 chip. Okay. Is the new chip. Apple, stop it. Just stop it. Uh, uh, let's okay. see. The Apple M1 CPU clock rate, 3.2 gigahertz. Oh, clock speed's not important. I know. Anymore. Cache is 12 megabytes in the performance cores, 4 megabytes in the efficient cores. Yeah, so, okay, so 8 cores, 4, four performance cores, 4 efficient cores. Well, that's just silly. <laughs> um, they uh, also availed, unveiled the AirTag tracker. This is like the um, Tiles? Yes, this is the Apple version of Tiles. Which, Tile only works... Because a lot of people do it, right? Like, isn't that the whole point? Is it yeah. a, a distributed finding system? Pretty much. So splitting that system up makes both systems less capable. Mm-hmm. Just want to put that out there. Yes. But Apple, you know, wants a walled garden, so they're going to make themselves a walled garden. God damn it, Apple. Mm-hmm. A uh, new Apple TV 4K with a new Apple TV remote. Um, this one also does not have motion controls built into the remote. So if you use anything okay. with Apple TV that uses motion controls... Too bad. SOL for you. Why are you using Apple TV with motion controls? I don't know. Um, and let's see. Uh, the iPhone 12... Um, is now going to come in purple because the iMac can now come in purple. Ooh, purple. Mm-hmm. And they're also announcing that subscriptions are coming to the podcast app. So that people can subscribe to the podcast? Mm-hmm. Or, like, pay money to them. Because, like, subscribing to a podcast is just you get updates about the episodes. Okay. But do they mean, like, actual subscriptions? No, actual subscriptions. Okay. Uh, initial partners include Pushkin Industries, Qcode, and NPR. Content creators will have to pay Apple $20 a year in order to offer subscriptions, and Apple will take 30% of revenue for the first year of the subscriber's lifetime and 15% for the years following. This sounds like garbage. Podcasters will have to upload their subscription content through Apple's back end, not through RSS and their hosting provider. I repeat, this sounds like garbage. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Sorry. Because the subscription content goes through Apple, podcasters won't receive specific data about their paying listeners, like their email names or contact them. Really? Not even their emails of the people who are paying you money? Really? Really? Hmm. Really, Apple? I mean, Andy, what's the surprise? It's it's not really a surprise. Prize. It's just more of an annoyance. Yeah, because it's Apple. I know. Again, I like. I don't know what your surprise is. I don't know. Um. So yeah. So those were the big announcements from the Spring Forward or what? Spring Loaded. Spring, spring loaded. loaded. Yeah. There we go. Spring Forward. <laughs> it was so bad you can't even remember the name of the event. <laughs> I popped in for five minutes and I'm just like, oh god. What the hell is this? I'm popping out again. That's more than I did. I didn't even pop into it. Well, I, I these... didn't even know it was going on. 
I, I, you know, put these things on my Google calendar just in case, you know, I'm sitting there doing something on my computer and I need, you know, let me just, yo, know, I'm, you know, doing something here. Oh, look, the Apple events on. All right. Let me see what's going on with that. Nothing. I have a feeling being an IT slash engineering pe- person, I get questions about these things. Oh, what laptop should I get? Oh, what and phone? And do you ever recommend a Mac? Uh, I have yet to do so. Would you ever recommend a Mac or a MacBook or an iMac? Um, if somebody is exclusively using Final Cut Pro for their video editing, yes. Is Final Cut Pro still, like, the pinnacle? Ah. Uh... I hear Adobe After Effects a lot more than I hear Final Cut Pro. You Really? You hear about Adobe After Effects instead of Adobe Premiere? Oh, no, I hear Premiere more. That's fair. But actually, for what it's worth, I think I still hear about Adobe After Effects more than I hear about Final Cut Pro. Yeah, I've I've seen Premiere. I've seen people using Avid, Final Cut. DaVinci. Yep. Some people still like Pinnacle. I don't know why. I've seen Vegas, too. Vegas Pro. That's a big professional one. So I, I repeat my question. Would you ever, like... Recommend a Mac for somebody? I have yet to do so, but people come in with Macs too. Yeah. And I have to have an idea of what's going on. So part of me just feels like, you know, I need to have a baseline knowledge of what's going on. (laughs) It's like, I'm trying to do this with my iPhone and I'm just like, "Mm." you know, I'm, I'm running iOS, like iOS 10. I'm like, okay. Is that the latest version? I don't know. Hold on. What does that mean? Yeah. So I need I need to keep, you know, tabs on these things. So let's see other uh other tabs that I've been keeping tabs on. Mm-hmm. Uh Discord and Microsoft have called it quits. Yes. Discord has said thank you, no thank you. Or Microsoft said, you know, we're actually not that interested. But somewhere the deal fell apart. I wonder if Discord's thinking about doing an IPO. Um, they would, well, I guess they don't. I was going to say, generally, you want to have a profitable company before you offer an IPO. <laughs> but I guess that's actually gone out the window, hasn't it? Facebook, Zynga, um, Uber, DoorDash. Most tech-based IPOs. Yeah, it, it's just trying to think of, like, recent tech IPOs and I, how many of them have been profitable now I'm seeing if there's actually a, a, a recent tech IPOs okay the last 100 IPOs well I, that's I want to go through that list here are the tech companies that went public in 2020 okay well this is oh. what I'm looking for what companies went public in 2020 uh, and how many of them are making a profit I've, I haven't heard of some of these such as Duck Creek Technologies, Snowflake, nope, uh, Lemonade, Lemonade, yes, nope, Agora, Vroom, Zoom Info, Kingsoft Cloud. I I've, I've never heard of most of these guys. Nope, have not heard of them either. Oh, Unity. It's hard to tell okay, if making a profit. Yeah, it's hard to tell if I have no idea what the company is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, McAfee. That went public, really? Again? Or is this the first time? I guess this is the first time. Oh, IPO price twenty dollars. End of year price seventeen dollars forty six cents. Oh, C3.ai. I've heard that one repeatedly. 
Don't they advertise on NPR? NPR and a couple of other of the other um, radio networks. Yeah. Okay, oh. then. Wish went public, really. But but getting back to the topic at hand, Andy. Yes. Discord. Yes. Microsoft. Yes. So Discord said no. Someone said no. We don't actually know who it was. Yes. I, I'd like to believe it was Discord went to Microsoft and said, you know what? Thank you very much. We're going to pass. I, I could see that. I mean, they're already their own company. Yep. They just, it looks like, according to this article, just finished up a funding round in July. Oh, sorry. It announced another funding round in December, and it put its valuation at $7 billion. Ooh. Okay. That's quite a bit. So, something else that got canceled. Mm-hmm. The 2019 announcement of Lord of the Rings MMO. I forgot they were making an MMO. Did I know they were making an MMO? We probably talked about it back in 2019. What the hell is the setting? Like, it's Lord of the Rings, but, like, where? When? <laughs> there's there's a lot of ground to cover. It, are we talking, like, post-movies? Are we talking about, like, yeah, which, which Okay, let's just start with which age? Right. The movies and the books are the end of the third age. The world has been in decline for an entire age. But it doesn't matter because they're canceling production. Yes. Okay. So since its launch in 2014, Amazon Game Studios has yet to release a successful video game. Because it's Amazon friggin' Game Studios. How, again, title of the episode, how is that surprising? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The, the new CEO uh, was asked about the game video game division. And stated that, I believe this team will get there if we stay focused on what matters most. I feel like the video game division should be focused on making video games. You'd think so. But then, like, again, why would Amazon have a video game division? They're not game developers. Do you think this was a Jeff Bezos idea that, you know, he's like, well... I don't even know. Like, he saw, like, Activision Blizzard or something and thought, maybe we can make money like that. But, like, you need to have people who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw money at this problem and expect it to get solved. But that's like the Amazon way. You just keep throwing money at it. You don't care about your people. Nope. Keep oh, your workers want to unionize? Throw money at the problem until it goes away. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I, I keep on seeing on YouTube, which is hilarious, you know, Amazon, hey, get hired, work for Amazon, $15 an hour. Like, if it's such a great place to work, why is your turnover rate literally 100%? Uh, it's like, you're, you literally cannot keep people in the building. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hmm, that is an excellent question. They should. <laughs> they should maybe think about. Yes. Do you want to actually design games, guys? Because, like, if you do, might be approaching this in the wrong way. Yes. Speaking of approaching things in the wrong way, making a deal with Foxconn. <laughs> Part of me wanted to accidentally write Foxconn with just one N. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like that should be an accident. That's, that's <laughs> that is intentional it's just very clever 
the great Foxconn. Mm-hmm. The great Foxconn. Yep. There. That's that's the documentary name. Oh, it is. No, I'm saying that's what it should oh, be. Like that, the Foxconn. The Foxconn. Yep. Right. Group of people who convinced an entire state and a president that they were going to bring in the jobs. Yep. Pay us three billion dollars. We'll get you a hundred oh thirteen thousand jobs. We'll build ten billion dollars, manufacture a state of the art factory. It'll be amazing. And what did they give us? A bunch of empty buildings. And more promises. Well, they uh the new uh the new governor uh has renegotiated with Foxconn. Good. And Foxconn's new goal is to just create 1,454 jobs. It's to do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Which, let's face it, it was their goal the whole time. Yes. The new agreement right. asks Foxconn to spend $672 million um, instead of the $10 billion on a factory... Not for, you know, a specific type of factory, just a factory in Wisconsin. Yep. That will employ only 1,454 people by 2025. And the state is offering $80 million in incentives for it. At least it's not the $300 million in incentives. No, Foxconn was supposed to get, what, $2.85 billion? Yep. Now that's down to eighty million. It's such a scam. It's such a scam. The state got scammed hard, and like the worst part is that the people who were doing the scamming were the governor of the state and mm-hmm. the president of the U.S. Mm-hmm. How are that's you okay. surprised? I'm not. <laughs> I'm. I'm so not. How is this surprising? It's not. Not if, at all. No, no. Everybody's, well, not everybody. A large group of people saw this coming from a mile away, but had no power to overrule yep. the president and the governor. Yeah. Me. I saw this coming from a mile away. I said it was a bad idea. I said letting in Foxconn, having them build this factory is a bad idea. Anyone listen? No. Why would we listen to a random citizen from... Dane County, Madison, Wisconsin. Especially with a Republican-controlled Congress. Yeah. Sorry, legislature. Not specific. Yeah, yeah. No, they would. Oh, you're from where? Oh, no, sorry. Too busy. <laughs> Let's see, where are we in the time on this thing? Probably pretty close. Okay, can we talk about Disney's new um, self-propelled free-walking robot? Can we talk about Captain America first? Um, have I not seen the last episode? Huh? You haven't seen the last episode. You know how hard it is? Andy, anytime no! I scroll anytime I scroll through any news feed no! or something, as soon as I see the words winter or falcon or I see a shield Just or I see Anthony, the yeah, I close, close the, the whole thing down. Nicely done, sir. I am impressed at your tenacity. And how you you have managed to do so? <laughs> what's what's really funny though is one. Okay, so book club yes on Friday that kept me away from most of it. 
today was just busy as all get out. Yeah. But the the points in between, Marvel Puzzle Quest has actually kept me away from even thinking about it, which I find kind of ironic, but also poetic. I'm I'm glad that Marvel Puzzle Quest has not spoiled it for you. Yes. They could quite easily add in some spoilers. Yes, like the um like the Black Widow character they introduced into the game. Um, because it, it was basically in the code and it was taking up space and they wanted to release it, but the Black Widow movie kept on getting delayed. <laughs> oh, so it's no. like, oh, we've got all these Black Widow. They have um, both uh, the other Black Widow and the Red Guardian. And it's like, okay, you know, we we they're, they're in the pipeline. We got to release them at some point. So finally they got the go ahead to release them. And then we're looking through the powers going, oh, where they talk about stuff from the movies in there. We're just like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Dang it. Well, go watch it tomorrow because it's really good. I know. I just got to get 50 minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Less credits. Oh, yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. After the last episode, I had to, yep, add those two. But yes, no, Disney had a yes. code name Project Kiwi. Okay. Where... They wanted to create basically their <laughs> their own version of Boston Dynamics, just you know their their own self propelled ambulatory robot. Yes, for stunts. No, they already did the stunt mechanical stunt double. Okay, this is my guess for, for the sake of it. Well, I'm guessing is they want to have it amble about the uh, the park. The, the park. How many times is it going to get pushed over? <laughs> It's part of the company's long-term efforts to develop autonomous robot actors for its parks. Well, oh, great. great. So we can, <laughs> we can fire all the people who work at the park. The aspiring actors who make their living by being the various characters from the park who can bring in an element of reality because they are acting as that character. Well... Who who's going to be able to fit into a baby Groot outfit? Because that's what they that's what the original that's what this the first one created is. Then don't have baby Groot. <laughs> have real Groot and hire the jacked up bodybuilders to do it. Not like they got to be the most uh, 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 like thespian people around, right? I am Groot. Congratulations. Uh, just walks up and just says, Boston "I am Dynamics- Groot." Well, here I thought Boston Dynamics were going to be the ones that brought about the Robopocalypse. Nope, it's going to be Disney. It's going to be freaking Disney. <laughs> I mean, they've already brought the media apocalypse to us. Yep. How and the, the surprise is? Yeah. How many of the you know biggest media empires can we put under one, one all roof? Of, all of them, evidently. Mm-hmm. According to Disney, all of them. Yes, I am nervous about this. As usual. Uh, L.A. is doing a UBI? Yes. The the mayor of Los Angeles is pushing for a $1,000 a month UBI test. That sounds $1,000 a month to 2,000 poor local families for one year. Okay, so this is not a citywide test. No. This isn't L.A. going like, you know what? Fuck it. All in. Yeah, I don't think that would fly. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people would move to L.A. Yes. 
Basic Income Guaranteed LA Economic Assistance Pilot. Okay. Acronym spells out Big Leap. Of course it does. Yes. So yeah, 2,000 families below the, fev- below the federal poverty line, $1,000 checks for 12 months, no strings attached, it seems. Mm-hmm. That's usually how a UBI works. Yep. So he put the proposal out there. We'll see and, uh, what happens to it. Are, are, do they need to vote on it? I, I don't know how the... Um, City government of L.A. works? Yes, I don't, I don't have that information stored up in Monoghan. So I'm um, not sure if I had that information, I could retrieve it. <laughs> well, yes, the L.A. comptroller must approve the thing using Form 36AB... And then pass that along to the city secretary, who will officially post it in the town record. Then after 30 days, I, I read that's about as far as I can go with that one. <laughs> uh, all right, so how, how are we doing? You wanted to talk about this, the 911 call. Yes. So, lady is asleep in her house. As we all generally are at one yes. point or another. At 1 a.m., her and her two-year-old daughter woke up to loud booms coming from the stairs. Boom, boom. Yep. Boom. Texted her friends Probably about the sounds. more like a boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Uh, friends said, hey, if you hear some strange noises in your house, you should probably call 911. So she called 911. Yeah. Grabbed her kid, ran into the bathroom, locked the door, um... Officers arrived, rammed the front door wide open in order to find a RoboVac on the floor, fresh from tumbling down the flight of stairs. So uh, it turns out her son had turned on the vacuum cleaner because he didn't want to do chores before he left for the weekend. And I guess the RoboVac can't handle stairs? Edges? Which is weird, because, like, I have a five-year-old Roomba. And it knows not to go downstairs. It it can detect the edge and say, like, ah, I shouldn't go that way. So, like, how old is this robot vacuum? I, I don't know. It, you'd have to... The, the video is not very clear with saying what type of robot vacuum it is. Yeah. I looked at getting a new one, and instead I refurbished some of the parts in my existing one, and it works so nice. And I'm so glad that I did it because it was a hell of a lot cheaper than buying a whole new one. Oh, yeah. No, no. I I see those in Costco and I'm just like, "Mm, no, I'm okay. It's really nice because I've got it just in the front room and the the dining room. And I just run it like every night and running it every night. It it does its thing. And then I empty it in the morning. And that's it. How does it handle dining room chairs? It bumps into them and goes around them. Okay. Why? Like, that's not any different than any other chair. I know. I'm just thinking like, you know, the, the major, the major, you know, spot areas. So do you, do you know how a Roomba works with going around things like that? It just bumps them, turns into a random other angle. It has a, a panel on the front. Yes. If you think the front, like 120 degrees is a panel that, has some give to it. It is a, a effectively a pressure sensor. Or a bumper. Or a bumper. And so the Roomba just 
goes forward and and slows down if it gets close to something until it bumps and then it turns and it moves forward and it turns and it moves forward and it turns and it moves forward and it turns and it moves forward until it's not being bumped anymore. So so it hits the leg of the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, the, the, it, the under the dining room table is one of the major spots. spillage areas. Yes, in particular if you have, say, two young kids. Yeah. Uh, pull the chairs back. Okay. Just, like, if, if you're going to do what I do where you, like, run it every night, just pull the chairs back before you run it. Give it space to get in there. Okay. Um, all right, so these poor people... Mm-hmm. We're terrified of their robot. Yes, their robot vacuum. Which, if Disney keeps going, <laughs> you may have a reason to be terrified of your robot. <sighs> Thanks, Disney. All right, should we hit the random review? Probably. Okay. It, it, it's it, my review. Yes, it is your review. Okay, so here's here's the thing. This week... I've been doing a lot of work, like a lot of work at work, like, well, at work. I'm working from home, but I've been doing a lot, like 50 plus hours at work. Um, I decided to take a little bit of time this week and I, I've had a Raspberry Pi sitting on my desk for like two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder how long, like, how quickly can I put this together and and do something with it. And it did not take long at all, right? I downloaded no. the software to install on the SD card. I got the Pi up and running, and I got the uh, an external hard drive on it, mapped to it, on the network. I'm like, cool, so I have a NAS, right? I have a network-attached storage now. I can reach out to the Pi, and I can get information, and I can store information. And I originally intended to do this for like a development environment, right? That I would just put the development environment on the Pi and then wherever I was, I could get to it. I have a terabyte hard drive, solid state drive. I wonder, I took my music from upstairs and I copied to it. I'm like, cool, I've got my music on the drive now. Okay, but that would be really cool if I could like, you know, use that. Mm -hmm. Because you can't really, like, I, I could build a whole website and like set it to stream... Turns out someone wrote a skill for Alexa called My Media. As I wait for Andy to type that in. My Media Alexa. My Media for Amazon Alexa. Okay, what does this do? About. Yes. It installs a tiny media server on your computer that integrates with the ease and power of Amazon Alexa to give you voice control over your media collection. Okay. Yeah. So instead of uploading all of my music to Amazon Music, I upload it to my local drive, which is on the same network as all of my Alexa devices. And so they can all reach it. So it has its own little server with its own interface and its own page. And I can now get all of my music through my Alexas. And it's pretty friggin' cool. Now, it is only a free trial. Yeah, and I was a little sad at them. Like, oh, man, it's like a seven day trial. Oh, crap. Like, how much is this? Thing? It's 10 bucks a year. Oh, did you get the basic or the advanced? Uh, I haven't bought it yet. OK. Uh, but like even the, the super premium one is like 15 bucks a year. 
Yeah, which I don't think you right. need five media servers. No, no, I do not. In fact, by putting it on the Pi, I need one. Yeah, which is the basic, which is 550. 550 a year. 550 a year. Yep, I might do it with two. Um, 550 a year with two accounts, so like Laura's Amazon account and my Amazon account, so that no matter which one is logged into the Alexa device, we can still use it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, like, that's great. Uh, I'm I'm pretty pleased with it. It was super easy to install, both on Windows and on the Pi, because I actually tried it in both places. Um, it, it runs easily, smoothly. You can build playlists. If you do install it on a Windows machine with iTunes installed, it can read your iTunes playlists. Oh. The downside, then, is you have to leave your computer on. But if you have it on a Raspberry Pi, it doesn't matter. You have to leave the Raspberry Pi on. Oh, no. Five volts. Yeah. Oh, no. You left a Raspberry Pi on. Yeah. I, I also have the Raspberry Pi because I have the, like, satellite wireless where I've got a base and a satellite router. Mm. The Pi is sitting on the satellite router, hardwired into it. Oh, well, that's not hard. <laughs> right. It's That's good. So, like... I, I just have a headless Raspberry Pi server running that I can remote into from my computer or from my phone, and I can just do stuff on it, and I've got my media on it, and I love it. And, like, it took no time to set up, and the fact that this is, like, 550 a year, that's nothing. So my media for Alexa, uh, check it out. It's a useful skill. It's uh, very well put together. Yeah, they, they, almost, they, have, they have a really good website. Yeah, they have instructions for how to install it on a Raspberry Pi on their website. Nice. Fair. They're like, oh, you want to run it on a Raspberry Pi? Cool. Do this, do this, do this, and do this. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay, so is it time for the random topic? Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Best smoothie. Mmm. This, this begs the question, what is a smoothie? Is a milkshake a smoothie? Oh, what was the name of that coffee and smoothie place in the mall? We've got tiki mugs from them. Okay, smoothie place in the mall. What was it called? Maui Wow. Maui Wowie. Right. That is. I, it, they, wow. they, yeah, they're no longer there at the mall. Which is sad, because when we went to the mall, we would get pretzels from mm-hmm. Auntie Anne's, and we would get a smoothie from Maui Wowie. And they had a tropical smoothie. What was it called? Black Lava. Gross. Strawberry, banana, and black raspberry. Okay. And That's oh not my, very tropical. No. No, it was not. But it was damn good. Yeah. Orange juice? I do not believe so. Milk? No. No, this is not a milkshake. Again, is it a smoothie? Most smoothies I have have, like, some dairy in it or dairy substitute. (laughs) Yeah, there was always like the same guy running the running the the stand, and he always loved the whoop shirts. Nice. Ooh. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, like so many smoothies are are just so good, right? I yeah. like strawberries. That's that's usually a good thing to have in a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, raspberry and banana is is good to add in. A little bit of orange juice, a little bit of um, milk. That's all. That's all good. Blueberries. I'll often throw blueberries in. I'm trying to see where the nearest Maui Wowie is to Madison. To Madison? Yeah. Oh, Sun Prairie. That's not too far. No, there's a Maui Wowie up in Sun Prairie. I I know where Sun Prairie is. Mm-hmm. There's a Maui Wowie up there. You could try the Black Lava Beach and tell me. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Are you surprised that Dave's like, no. Yes, we could. We have extra tiki mugs. We could make That does not make it any more enticing. No. I have plenty of mugs. Like we, but thank you. We like we kept a tiki mug washed and in the car, like ready in case that we had a random stoppage at the mall. Okay. Yeah. If you you know if you got it in the tiki mug, you know refilling their you know, you know their collectible mug was so cheap. Oh man. And I'm sitting here drinking my pineapple Mountain Dew right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that's my answer. The the black lava beach smoothie and Maui Wowie. That and a you know, a hot fresh pretzel from Auntie Anne's. Ugh. That was like the perfect mall combo right there. I'll take your word for that. Don't take my word for it. You hear he's gonna be on Jeopardy? I, that's literally, I just saw, I heard LeVar Burton will be guest hosting on Jeopardy. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Looking forward to that. What a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's everything, man. I'm tired. Okay. I don't know how you're even conscious, because I'm barely conscious. <sighs> you know what my secret is? Caffeine. That, and I'm, I'm just always tired. I just live, I just live that life. I just, oh, I just you're write. pulling a, a Hulk thing? Yeah, I'm always That's tired. my secret cap, I'm always tired. Mm-hmm. Go watch Captain Falcon, Captain America, Falcon oh. and Winter Soldier. It's 1am. Yeah. How much sleep do you think you're going to get, Andy? Oh. Hopefully seven hours. Hopefully. Hopefully seven hours. Hopefully seven hours. Mm-hmm. Normally, Isaac is chomping at the bit when 8 o'clock rolls around, wanting to get out of bed. Yeah, so you should probably go get ready for bed. Yeah. Well, we got we got some things to, to finish up here, because I think uh, officially it's not over until at least one of us says, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.